please do not listen to this podcast while driving a car or a bus. Only listen when you can focus on your well-being and personal growth. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Got It by Bob. I'm your host, Bob. Every week, I select not one, but two non-sexual fantasies submitted by our fans, and I bring those fantasies to life in the form of a guided meditation. My dear friend Sterling Newton, the golden retriever and social media star, is our guest today. His mom, Doris, will be stopping by the lounge later to perform today's guest meditation on Sterling's behalf. Stick around and check it out. If you would like to submit your fantasy for consideration, please visit our website at guidedbybob.com. Click on the fantasy submission link. If your fantasy is chosen, you will receive a free Guided by Bob t-shirt and a snack of your choice. What time is it? It's snack time. Today's snack is a mixed berry hand pie from Baker's Room Bakery in Wilmington. That's Baker's Room, R-O-U-X. Today's beverage is Asheville Gray Tea from the Asheville Tea Company. I drink a lot of Earl Grey tea. This one is spectacular. Check them out. As always, we will donate a portion of our proceeds to Project LIME. Project LIME is a nonprofit organization that helps fund research and education for Lyme disease. For more information on how you can help, please visit projectlime.org. And that's all there is to it. I'm going to make my way to the patent lounge to start today's meditation. I will see you there. Please follow us on Twitter at Guided by Bob Pond and on Instagram and Facebook at Guided by Bob Podcast. You can donate to the show at Patreon.com. All donations will give you access to exclusive Guided by Bob content. Hey, friends, welcome to the Patent Lounge. Please take a deep breath and leave your worries outside. As always, these meditations are for entertainment purposes only and should never be taken seriously, no matter how lifelike they may seem. Today's fantasy is brought to you by Paula from Colorado Springs, Colorado. She writes, Dear Bob, your podcast makes me happy. I listen to it on the ski lift between runs. My fantasy is to take snowboarding lessons from Sean White. He is my hero, and as a beginner, I'm sure he could teach me a trick or two. 
I've got my board ready to go. Much love, Paula. Well, Paula, today is your lucky day. Sit back, relax, and lend me your ears. Your fantasy starts now. It's a beautiful day at Silverton Mountain Ski Resort. It's partly cloudy. You hop on the chairlift with a fellow snowboarder. It's three-time Olympic gold medalist and snowboarding icon Sean White, his impressive red hair blows in the breeze. The flying tomato incarnate, he looks at you and says, Hello, I'm Sean White. My friends call me Sean White. Sean puts on some lip balm and says, Once a year, I take a person from the bunny slope and turn them into a snowboarding master. Sean punches a bunch of numbers into his phone. A loud siren goes off. As your chairlift is diverted onto an alternate course, ominous clouds move in. The lift dumps you off at the summit. You say, how many people have you brought up here? Sean says with confidence, you are the second person. The first guy was doing great until he flew off the side of the mountain. Nobody knows what happened to him. Ha ha ha. I'm just kidding. Everybody knows what happened to him. He'll never play the piano again. But he's in Good spirits. You start to look for ways to walk down the mountain. Sean trades snowboards with you and says, Try this one. It's super spicy. 
like them chicken fries from Burger King. You strap in. It feels like magic on your feet. Maybe you can do this. Maybe you are a natural. Maybe the altitude is affecting your brain. Let's find out. You look over towards the trees. You see a big, hungry coyote. The wild animal snarls at you as his teeth glisten with saliva. Sean says, Don't worry. I am friends with all the animals, especially coyotes. Wait a minute. That's not true. We should probably go. Sean takes off. You follow him. You look back and the coyote is hot on your trail. He leaps and takes a bite out of your pants. You haven't been this scared since the last time you longed into credit karma. Sean swerves out from the trees and they cross the slope. He points. You are approaching a cliff. Your life flashes before your eyes. Pretty dull except for your birthday party at In-N-Out Burger. Sean pulls out his phone and records a video of you. Go for it, Paula. The coyote lunges as you fly off the cliff. You fly so high, you come face to face with a robin. The bird looks at you and says, You crazy girl. You ain't no bird. Get out of here. You do a front side. 180 with a twist as you fall back to earth. Magically, you stick the landing. Sean is there waiting for you. You let out a victory cry. The sound waves echo up the mountain. The piercing noise rattles a snowdrift at the peak. It breaks loose. Avalanche time. You look over and see that the coyote has followed you. He's persistent, kind of like those creeper dudes all up 
in your DMs. The wall of snow tumbles down the mountain at lightning speed. It washes over trees and cliffs like a drunken amoeba. While you are distracted, the coyote runs over and jumps on your back. The animal wraps his legs around your shoulders and says, Let's boogie. You point your board down the mountain and take off. The wall of snow behind you eats everything in sight. A force of nature like nothing you have ever seen since Hulk Hogan body slammed Andre the Giant. Sean points, which has not been a good thing if history has shown you anything. You peer to your left. It's not a cliff. It's literally the sign of the mountain. The avalanche closes in. You didn't have jump off the sign of a mountain with a coyote on your back on your bingo card for today. But here you are. You grit your teeth and follow Sean into the abyss. You scream out as you fly over the forest. Sean is right by your side. He's still filming you with his camera. The avalanche loses steam. It slides over the edge of the mountain and comes to a stop in the forest below. You look down and see Sean's personal training half pipe. You plummet out of the sky and land perfectly in the middle. You launch into a maneuver that has never been done before. You do a quad cork 1800 straight into a half cab quadruple backflip with a YOLO sassy high octane triple Lindy face melting backside 540 into a cab shifty roast beef melt with a twist thingy you stick the landing like an Olympic champion the coyote leaps off your back at the nearby judge's table two squirrels are eating some acorns 
One of them holds up a sign with the number 10 on it. The squirrel says, That was very nice. Very nice landing. Sean comes down and stops beside you. He's still filming. The coyote throws his arm around you. You both smile and wave at your hero. Sean puts his phone down and says, That was the best. I'm probably going to sell that video to Red Bull. If I make any money off of it, I will buy you a cold cut combo from Subway. The coyote looks at you and says, Thanks for the ride, friend. I'm sorry I tried to eat you earlier, but I am a coyote. You wave goodbye as the animal scampers into the woods. Sean says, Thanks for a great time. You trade boards with your hero. He takes off and flies over the side of the half pipe and disappears from sight. You sit next to the squirrels and try to catch your breath. You say, hey guys, did you see my jump? One of the squirrels says, nothing. The other squirrel throws an acorn at your head. Best day ever. And we're back. We're super excited to welcome Sterling Newton to the show. One of my early Lyme doctors suggested I watch videos in the morning that bring me joy. So, of course, I started watching all the Golden Retriever content I could find. It didn't take me long to come across Sterling. I've been watching his videos every day since 2019. He's my social media therapy dog and a big part of my morning mental health practice. His mom, Diane, a.k.a. Doris, is here to perform a Sterling-inspired meditation. I want to thank her and her family for being so gracious with their time and their content over the years. Doris, the floor is yours. Hey everybody. Thanks Bob for having us as guests on your show. I hope everyone out there is doing well. Today's guest fantasy is brought to you by Sterling Newton of Toronto, Canada. Sterling is a five-year-old golden retriever and social media sensation. Sterling writes, Dear Bob, 
Your podcast is pretty cool. I like how you make all of the animals talk. As much as I love Doris and all of my fans, it would be nice to have a day off. This is my fantasy. A day to do whatever I want. No cameras, no Doris, no rules. We can call it Sterling's Day Off. Thanks, Bob, your friend, Sterling. Well, Sterling, today is your lucky day. Your fantasy starts now. It's a beautiful morning. You wake up next to your younger golden retriever brother, Colin. You nudge him and say, Wake up, Collie. Today is the big day. Colin lifts his head in a flash. Doris calls out. Time for Brett Brex. You lick your front paws and follow Collie downstairs. He hugs the wall and hops down the steps. So dramatic. Doris has prepared breakfast. She says, Canada, Britain, okay. Collie hustles to his food bowl and chows down. You do not. You roll over on your side and let out a long, dramatic sigh. Doris says, what's the matter, Stirls? Are you not feeling well? She touches your paws and feels your wet, clammy toe beans. She says, oh dear, I have a hair appointment today. Do you think you and Collie will be okay here for a couple of hours? If you're not feeling better when I get back, we can go see the vet. Collie lets out an affirmative little bark. Doris opens your Instagram page and posts, Stirls is not feeling well today, so we will be back tomorrow. Please keep him in your thoughts. Doris looks at you and says, I'll be right back. I love you. You hear the front door close. You say, she bought it. Immediately, you and Colin get a major case of the zoomies. You throw on your favorite playlist and bolt around the kitchen island like a couple of furry rocket ships. You pull out your cell phone and call up your buddy, Golden Retriever, Tucker Budson. Tucker answers. You say, hey Tucker, I'm taking the day off. Get dressed and come pick us up. Tucker says, I can't today, Stirls. I'm filming food tasting videos with Todd. Hecking Linda, I'll catch you later. Tucker hangs up. You mumble under your breath. Hecking Linda. Collie says, what now? You think for a second. Your eyes light up like Doris's face when she enters the gin section at the liquor store. You've got an idea. You both hustle up to the bedroom and raid the dresser. You cram as many socks, underwear and boulder holders into your mouth as possible. 
and carry your stack of undergarments into the backyard and pile them up by the fence. Two more trips and now your clothing pile is perfect. Back up to the other side of the patio and get a running start. You spring off the pile of clothes and leap over the fence. Sweet freedom. Collie comes flying over and lands right next to you. You hustle through the neighborhood. Before long, you come out at the lake. A perfect day for a swim. Unfortunately, the beach is flooded with a flock of geese. Collie says, careful Stirls, it's the geese mafia. The tallest goose says, Hey Stirls, I thought you were sick. I wonder what Doris would do if she found out you were playing hooky. Colin leans into your ear and says, Yes Stirls, what if she finds out? Or even worse, what if she writes a song about it? and sings it to us. The thought of Doris singing sends a shiver down your spine. You say, me and my bro want to wet our paws. What do we have to do to make it happen? The goose says, let's have a dance off. You win, you swim. You lose, we tell Doris you can never trespass on our beach again. You smile and say, deal. You pull out your phone and play some hip hop. You say, hit him with it, Collie. Right on cue, Collie breaks into his dance. Multiple spins, multiple hops, crazy skills. Collie does one final twirl and sticks the landing. He sits tall on the beach. He's got two ear kabooms. The shocked goose says, Double ear kabooms? Nobody can top that. All right, fellas, the water is yours. After a few minutes of swimming, you come back to the beach. A few roly polies later, and you're off again. You and Collie make your way across town to Tim Horton's Donuts. It's Timbit time, you say. Okay, Collie, you stay out here and I'll get the Timbits. You make your way to the counter. There's a cup beside the register that reads, Donations for Sterling Newton, everyone's favorite golden retriever. The cashier says, Sterling, are you feeling better? Doris was just in here. You jump up on the counter and place your left paw on the menu. The cashier looks down and says, Oh, you want a dozen Timbits? Anything for you, Sterling. She tosses the order of donut holes in a bag and you snatch it up. You've got to warn Collie. You walk back outside. Collie reaches his paw out and pulls you behind the nearest bush. He says, Doris is right over there. We're gonna get pinched. You sneak over to the nearest picnic table and snatch the white tablecloth 
off with your tea. You put the sheet over top of you and Collie. You slide along the wall, right past Doris. Collie sneezes. Doris says, bless you, but never looks up from her phone. You make it to the parking lot. You slip off the tablecloth with your bag of Timbits intact. You run back to your neighborhood. Collie says, look, Stirls. You look up and see that Save Stirls has been written on the nearby water tower. Across the street, you see your golden retriever pal chasing Chester. He's beside the tennis ball courts. There's a tennis ball just out of his reach on the other side of the fence. Chester makes a derp face and looks your way. He says, hey Stirls, I heard you were sick. You say, nah, we just needed a day off. Come play with us. Chester sizes up the tennis ball and replies, I can't just leave it here. I mean, look at how beautiful it is. You look at the tennis ball. It's old and covered with dirt and water damage. You don't want to hurt Chester's feelings. So you say, she's a catch for sure, Chester. I'll see you around. Collie says, look, Stills, Doris is almost home. You look up and watch as Doris drives through the intersection. You take off and lead Collie through the neighbor's backyard. The neighbor's back door is open, so you run inside. You quickly navigate the house. Collie slides across the kitchen floor and is met by an elderly cat. The old kitty says, Hi, Collie. Hope Stills is feeling better. Collie says, Thanks, and follows you through the living room, under the dining table, past two crying toddlers, and out the front door. You run down the street. You look up and see a car driving beside you. It's your brother, Ty, on his way home from work. You slam on the brakes and hustle behind Ty's car. You cut through one more backyard. You're almost home. There's a trampoline that you can use to clear the fence. Only one problem. You have to go down a slide to get to the trampoline. Son of a timbit. Why did it have to be a slide? They are your kryptonite. Fearless Collie says, You got this, Stills. Collie goes down the slide, catapults off of the trampoline and flies safely over the fence. Here goes nothing. Your fur glides along the slick metal before it tosses you into the air. You bounce on the trampoline and clear the fence. Collie is there when you stick the landing. You did it. One more fence to clear. Doris pulls up out front. Not good. You hear Doris talking with Ty in the driveway. Collie says, hurry Stills, 
we have to figure out how to get back into our yard. Out of nowhere, a squirrel appears on top of the fence. He climbs down and faces you. It's Don Squirrelione. The legend and squirrel godfather. So Stills, not gonna bark incessantly at me today? You say, we don't have time today, Don. We're in a bit of a jam. Don leans against the fence and starts to file his fingernails. He says, Oh, I see. You need to get back inside before Doris finds out you were playing hockey all day. Maybe we could make some sort of deal. I see you're a fan of Tim Hortons. What a nice treat. You can keep one timbit for your troubles. You dump all but one timbit onto the ground. Don snaps his fingers. An entire army of squirrels come down from the nearby trees. Don Squirrelione claps his paws together two times. The squirrels start to stack themselves on top of one another. They are forming a squirrel ladder. You look at Don and say, I'll see you around. Don nods. You run straight up the squirrel pyramid and leap over the fence. You land in the pile of clothes that you left in the backyard. Collie lands right behind you. You hide the Timbit bag on the patio steps. Doris opens the back door. She steps outside and says, Hello boys, what are you selling today? She sees the pile of clothes by the fence. She says, Well, I guess you're feeling better. You've got about half of my wardrobe out here. She gives you a hug. She's happy to see you. Doris looks down and sees the bag from Tim Hortons. She says, Hmm, I don't remember leaving a Tim Horton bag out here. Ty comes out and says, It wouldn't be the first time you had a few gins and forgot where you left your tin bits. Doris chuckles. Ty has saved the day. Doris pulls out the final tin bit and says, Oh, there's one left. You can share it. Taxes for you both. Delicious. Doris takes a picture and posts it on Instagram. She says, My goodness, Stills. Looks like everyone in the city sent you a get well message. I'll never be able to read them all. She walks back inside. Ty pets you both and says, I hope you enjoyed your day off. Come on, I think I hear Dad pulling up in the driveway. You follow your brother back indoors. You've got to find a shoe to greet Dad with. all we have for today please join us next week for a new episode until then to all of my fellow Lyme warriors out there and anyone who is struggling with chronic illness i see you i believe you 
I believe in you. Be good.